Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Radio. Today is December 20th. The time is about 11.30. Radio New NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know that you're a newcomer. Rajiv. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Rajiv. Rahul, thank you for taking this call. And um, I have this uh, weird email from USCIS recently I learned um, from my HR that USCIS has sent a notice to in, a notice of intent to revoke the H1B and, and what's the reason for it it says a series of like grounds of revi- uh, like grounds for revocation is beneficiary is no longer employed with the petitioner the statement of fact contained in the petition or in the like application okay. of so it's, it's a, it's a, it, they did not ask you to pay, to pay any money is right i just want to make sure it's a, no. it doesn't come from fraud okay you need to consult a lawyer immediately that's a very serious issue so um, i have a meeting with my uh, organization's attorney today is there like i have some questions and other than that if you feel something which is important i can ask them and then if needed i can well, have one thing is with. that so this is about this particular h1b or some other h1b that you have that they are speaking about this, that they want to this revoke. h1b what's this a, what's the company's name what's the company's name keykert how do you spell k i e k e r t K-I-E-K-E-R-T. Is it a consulting yeah. company? No, it is not. It has it's it's a manufacturing company and it is there for over centuries now. So uh, so so they're telling you the job duties are not there. I'm a bit worried. What do you mean? Um, I have I have a copy of I can share the copy of this letter. No, it's not not in this Zoom call. You mm-hmm. you have to make an appointment, okay? There Sorry about are, okay. that. Okay, so, so there are four or five points here on basis of their like lasting. We, we don't do this in the Zoom call. Next person, please. Mm-hmm. Ramakrishna. But if it's not a consulting company, if it's a manufacturing company, I'm I'm not that much worried about it. They should be easily answerable. Good, Ramakrishna. Hey, thank you, Rahul, for taking my question. So. Uh, my parents are here, so they came here in last February, uh, like this year, February. Uh, and then after six months completed, uh, um, we extended their B2 visa for six months, uh, uh, applying I-539. Um, 
the biometric is completed but the decision hasn't come yet so we have we have asked for an extension until uh, feb 2023 mm-hmm. now we would like to extend them for three more months uh, until may 2023 uh, because we have a family wedding here Uh, i just would like to know because can we apply i would not recommend he, you can't extend the same one you have to apply for one more extension unless you you want to close their chapter that so that they can never come back again i would not recommend they stay beyond february okay 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 but if you think so okay let them do it and never ever come back let them attend the marriage then probably it's worth filing one more extension next person without having the decision coming for the first one we can apply for a second one you can apply for the second one but then they are never coming back again you have to assume that one okay thank you subara yeah hi uh, th- thanks for uh, taking my question rahul uh, so uh, actually i applied for a dropbox this time so uh, this is for a new h1b cap earlier i used to be in us and 20- till 2020 and then moved to to india and i applied for a fresh h1b cap this year and i applied for uh, dropbox and it got refused they didn't provide me any update on 221g or anything they didn't send my passport yet and they only scheduled the interview uh, for this friday so the issue is now when i approached my employer to get the client letter they said like he is not providing the client letter so i was in a dilemma whether i can project myself as a in-house project so Mm-hmm. Well, you can't project in-house projects which what's the company's name though uh, it's a uh, q4s it solutions how do you spell q f o r c e q4s it solutions f o r c e okay q4s it so, solutions so this is a consulting company right yeah, yes small consulting firm yeah lakshmi aruna arunda yes. anuradha yeah lakshmi anuradha anuradha Yeah. and surprisingly that uh, their job locations are cumins though uh, yes. georgia yes uh, and uh, let me look into their company profile you were in this country for a long period of time and then you yeah. went and you applied for the lotteries right yes yes i was there in 6 years when h1b and i moved to india for 2 years and i am this year again came on a new h1b cap uh so my client my employer is not giving the client letter now so i'm just worried to put a new client letter or go with in no no you can't how can you put a new client letter i mean so he was saying like that 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 time when you are applying the h1 uh he the client uh, we have open position and that is closed now and we can't give the client letter at this point this is a fraudulent company though their only purpose is to make money on mm-hmm. filing a h1b and cheat you there's no other purpose for this company you know why mm-hmm. i can say that when you google their company's address it shows it's a house but a nice home though okay but how can 25 people be working in that home yeah do you see the point yeah uh, did you ever looked into that address uh, yes i mean he said like he's setting up a new office that's what he said what setting up and setting up a new office you believed it and now they are putting in a photo like this address house address got the office address got changed and all now uh, they put a board over there that's what uh, he is saying now <laughs> it's a fraudulent company i want you to withdraw it i don't want you to go for the interview okay 
So it okay. doesn't go. And the then go and get get them get them the money that you paid them, which okay. I know you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. And if I, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's I, a fraud. Actually, you're, when okay. you're doing that, those are all fraud activities. So yeah. If they if he can't if he can't pay my money back, do can I do anything from my end or? Yes. Yes. I will uh, prepare. A, you, if he doesn't pay, contact us. We will. Okay. But of course, we charge thirty uh, percent of the money though. ஜூன் <laughs> <laughs> uh so recently i just got an rfe for my medicals uh which i'm that's, that's uh, good news uh so i'm going to respond to that rfe next week uh is it advisable to send my wife rf uh, medicals as well with mine i'll do that if i were you and make okay, sure that, you get two copies of your wife just yes. in case okay yes two copies yes so if she gets an rfe let's say after a month or so i can send a second then copy. you respond right you're right yeah yeah okay that's what i want to do it's a wise idea uh, yeah, to send it and once you okay. send to the response if they don't approve in the next one or two months you may want to if the prior date is still current at that point of time though you may want to take the uscs to the court when did you file the 485 uh it's december 2020 yeah you should definitely uh you sh- if if they don't approve in the next two months you should sue them okay watch okay. this video next person please thank you Raghu? sir Hey Rahul um I filed my 485 back in May so mine got approved my wife's now got stuck uh her case had is changed to case remains pending um my company is saying So what is your, what what is your wife's uh, priority date So your priority was, date sorry Yeah so mine was February 20 2014 Okay so why can't you file it um, you can file a F2A application you know that is right Right so that's what I was asking about my company is saying to just come like keep on waiting and not do anything and so they're saying if you file that's, F2A they'll withdraw the case well, they can't withdraw the case they don't have an authority to withdraw the case you don't even have to let them know that you filed an F2A okay so nobody can withdraw that. nobody can you withdraw your wife's 485 only your wife can they yeah, can withdraw no, themselves he yeah. been writing on the emails um <laughs> and then you know she not file it and let we advise you to just keep on I'm sorry but I want to show a finger but I don't want to show there are other people here <laughs> okay uh, um, on on 130 it says um, do you have a a number assigned to you should we assign the a number that was given on 485 or I I would not recommend you give that a number okay okay I'll okay. file it uh do we file concurrently 130 and 485 or uh, no you cannot because she is not considered to be in legal status you'll have to unfortunately you will have to go through the consular processing watch this video that i'm sending you this is okay, just made sounds, for you okay okay sounds good thank you ranjit kumar nobody can withdraw your wife for it why they don't have an authority nobody has an authority to withdraw even if we represent you we cannot withdraw your wife's up 485 without her written consent okay we just because we are lawyers doesn't mean that we can do whatever we wanted to you we have to get consent of you 
Of course, if your wife gets a green card and she tells us to withdraw it because she got the green card elsewhere, yeah, that's fine. But otherwise, it's controversial. If we withdraw it, you can sue us. We'll be in trouble. Next person, please. I redeem my. Yeah. Hi, Rahul, myself, Ranjit. Uh, thanks for your time. So here, my question is regarding my spouse H four. Uh, her initial H four stamping visa was valid until fifth September twenty twenty one. and it got expired due to the misguidance from my ex employer we have not applied for the h4 extension in time so one day i realized myself in the march 2022 and i spoke with my ex employer and applied for the h4 extension on the non protunct basis bad idea keep going so non protunct basis and it was denied on december november 30th 2022 and on july first i have changed my position to the new company and new company has applied for the h4 by providing the uh, clear explanation in the affidavit and it was notarized and submitted to uscs on december 13th so on coming december 23rd we have a plan to travel to uh, india and we have a slot for the uh, h1 and h4 on december 28th so if we go for the stamping uh is my wife eligible for getting the stamping or what would be the scenario please everything you're doing is completely wrong you have ruined your wife's application blaming on your employer is the first mistake you're doing it's not the duty of your employer to file your wife's extension second thing is that once you find out she is not in legal status she should have left the country and she should have then went to the india to get the stamping rather than doing it right now which is almost 9 months after you find out second you filed a non protunct case which was a very wrong idea then you file one more non protunct case i don't know where you are getting that advice but right now you don't have any option she has to go there for stamping in the ds160 form have she ever violated the status she has to answer yes to that question and do you know that she may get a 10 year bar for coming into united states because she was unlawfully present here from september 2021 to right now yes you need to consult a lawyer independent lawyer you're going everything wrong next person please vinod hi rahul uh, quick question so my ead advance parole is expiring end of july and mm -hmm. i'm going to apply for renewal end of january but i'm not sure if my renewal will be on time so if i mm -hmm. travel to india in june and plan to come back before my advance parole expires end of july how soon i have to be back in us like one week prior to expiry or no, i'm fine with one week i'm i'm fine with one week and okay, normally one week how long before is... you good okay but thank you and uh, normally how long is it taking for the renewals to it's taking 8 uh, months is the time that i would say for the advance parole renewal or 9 months i would say um mm -hmm. they if it's a initial application though if you travel they may they will they, most probably they'll deny it but in the extensions though they normally don't deny it okay okay and a uh, quick question i i can ask one more Good. say if i have an H one with the I ninety four on it, so say expiring in two thousand twenty six or whatever. So if I go to India and come back on advance parole, and if still I fly, pardon, I, I, yeah, I'm still, still on say H H H one. 
So do I, need, I don't need a automatic re, uh, revalidation? You don't. No. You don't need it. You only need automatic revalidation if you're doing something like filing a 485 application, we recommend it. Okay. If you're going to extend okay. the H1B or H4, if you're going to transfer the H1B or H4, you do not need automatic revalidation. Okay. Thank you. Manoj? Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, uh, good morning, good afternoon. Uh, basically, uh, this question is regarding AOS. Uh, my uh, EAD and uh, advanced payroll just uh, recently got approved, uh, while my uh, priority date is in uh, 6th, uh, June 6, 2012. So my, my question here is that, you know, currently I'm, um, I'm you know, uh, current on the EB3, while my application was submitted on September 23rd, uh, of 2020, I mean, this, this current year. Um, so I wanted to see if I can downgrade, um, while me and my wife both applied, I only got EAD and advanced payroll approval. My wife said, yeah, advanced... you can, you can, you can downgrade. Absolutely. You can still use the EAD. Uh, you just have to interfile to downgrade it to EB3. Right. So the question you is, you have that... an I-140 approval in, in EB3 or not? No, not. So only in no, EB3. You can get an... Well, just file an I-140 in EB-3, and then once that is approved, interfile into EB-3. Even though you use the EAD, you can still interfile it. Oh, I can I can still use EB-3. Let's say if there is a case comes in, like in between this whole process, let's say this whole job market and all, right? So if there is anything happened to the job, what would be, I can still use the same EAD? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can still use the same EAD. Absolutely, you can. So, and then what okay. happens to my wife's unapproved EAD and advanced parole? Because she's still, you know, her case is still pending. If we downgrade, would that whole case be downgraded to EB3 and then uh, we'll go into a different, mm -hmm. different case no, and all be, that? It will be attached with your file. When your case gets approved, she will get the approval. Okay. And la one last question is that um, from, I waited till December 1st to January's visa bulletin just to make sure that EB3 is again not retrogressing or anything. It didn't happen. So uh, December and January, the dates remind. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. First, get the I one forty approval because if you get an I one forty approval, you're not automatically converting into EB three. You always have a spare tire there. Okay, that's called EB three. You can use it when you want it. You don't have to use it if you don't want to. Okay, but get okay. the spare tire. Yeah, if 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 EB two again moves back, like becomes current, right? I can always come back to EB two, right, at any point of time. Yes, you can. Yes. Oh. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Do you think you should have done the EB three long time ago? Okay. Um. Hello. Um. Uh, yeah, I have a question regarding the uh, CSPA age log for my son. So we our uh, priority date is uh, February twenty fourteen. And um, we downgraded. We downgraded in 2020. September. Uh, September. What is the priority date you said? February 2014. Okay. Keep going. Uh, yeah, and we downgraded to EB3 in 2020 when the date was current, and of then and then we interfiled to EB2 this year in June. Mm -hmm. We got 485J receipt, but it's not approved yet. So my and my son's date of birth is 24th December 2005. So my question is, uh, are we still in EB2 or EB3? Which line? Uh, so, and my so, son so, is so, 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 right. 
when was the i140 for eb3 approved it was in uh, uh, june 2022 eb3 i140 got approved yes yes it approved in uh, the same time so, like. so 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 he the child is definitely not locked in eb the child is definitely not locked in eb3 because eb3 was never current after yeah, the i140 yeah. is approved yeah. now the question is since you did not refile the 485 application filing the 485j supplement for interfiling is a discretion of the uscis official so we cannot officially say at this point of time that the child is locked under eb2 okay even though the priority date was current final action date was current i140 was approved the child is under 21 you are meeting all the requirements mm -hmm. all the requirement but you did not file the 485 in eb2 so you filed in eb3 so that is a hinge point right now we can't tell it yes it's about 70 80% of the chance the child should be but we cannot assure you if you would have refiled the 485 application in june of 2022 you would have locked the kids age yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay Okay, okay so we yeah right now there is nothing can be done right now because you cannot file a 485 the dates are not current in eb eb2 keep watching the uh, tuesday videos of ours when the dates moves consult, consult us at that point of time because there is nothing you can do right now yeah so but okay. uh, if my son uses the ead we have ead and ap so does it impact in future if we if the date becomes current in eb2 no it doesn't become the only thing it will uh, if he uses the ead is if by any chance he get kicks kicked away on the 485 application because he is not protected in the cspa then he has to go get the f1 visa stamping outside the country now the question is would i allow my child to use the ead or not is the main question mm -hmm. for you yeah 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 let me tell you let me tell you i will not tell you what you should do mm -hmm. i will not tell you what you should do i will tell you what i would do with my child i will let the child use it and don't come to me and tell me blame me okay this is i'm doing with my child not with your child next person please thank you next person please sunil sunil yeah hi hi ready thanks for taking my call so i have filed my um, eb2 485 application through my company in may 2022 okay my priority mm -hmm. date is november 2013 mm -hmm. <coughs> about a week ago <coughs> my status got changed as approved 485 for me my wife and uh, my 485j did you say your priority date is november 2023 uh, 2013 yes and my card uh, is being shipped uh, in transit now uh definitely don't file a motion to be open now did you had any interview of the 485 application no i want you to file a foia uscis online because is there a chance that your case might have been allocated the number before uh there is a chance for it that when the date is current they might have allocated the number for you I want you to file a freedom of information with USCIS. It will take about three or four weeks, and in the meantime, I don't want you to travel anywhere. 
until you get the freedom of information. And in the freedom of information, on the 485 application, page number one on the 485, on the top mm -hmm. left-hand side, you can see when the case may have been adjudicated. Though. They will say interview waived, and I need to know which date it's been waived on. Is it done right now or is it done previously? That's the main question. But right now, I want you to file the freedom of information. Don't contact the USCIS, just file the freedom of information. I gave you the link, it's free, it's online, it takes 10 minutes. But it may take up to five weeks for you to get the information from them. Ask for the A file in there, okay? Next person, please. Mm -hmm. Sorry, one last question. Uh, Go ahead. So what happens, right now I'm on H1B, but I have my EAD as well as AP. So what happens to them? I want you to, I will answer the question after I see the freedom of information. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Rahul. Right now, I don't want you to travel anywhere. Next person, please. Praveen, we can't hear you. Anybody has any questions, guys? You can post it to everyone. We can look into your questions. Chaitanya. Sorry, Praveen, we have to go to the next person. Chaitanya, uh, hi, uh, just a couple of questions. One is very quick for H4 extension based on H1 receipt. Do I need to include my I-94 and 140 or no? Yes, you should. I-94, 140 pay steps. Yes, you need okay. to. Even for the H4? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So okay. one one question, uh, my 140, uh, my original 140 got uh, denied by USCIS based on education equivalency. And my employer. Oh, but this is only for this is only for H four, is right? Right now, not EADs, right? No, yeah, only H four. The first question is only H four. Okay, H four, you don't need I one forty. Okay, this is the second question you're speaking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So H four. Do I need my I ninety four for the H four? Yes, for you the need. H four. Okay. Yes, you need. So for the second, not only I ninety four, your pay stubs. Yeah, your I one forty got denied because of the education. Okay. Yes. So my employer they refiled it, then it got notice of intent to deny then they said to withdraw and apply a new perm so i lost my priority date from 2013 to 2019 do you think any way i can get it back um did they file in eb2 or eb3 eb2 did the second time also they filed in eb2 or eb3 eb2, EB2. i think the I way they filed the perm had some issue maybe at that time what, 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 what do you have a degree uh, with three years bachelor's degree yeah. in India? Yes, three plus three BSc MCA. Oh, you have an MCA? Uh huh. Yes. I'm very surprised that it got denied with the MCA. Uh, I would definitely consult a lawyer. His name is uh, Ryan Vick. Okay. okay. And I'm going to give you his name. I want to consult okay. all he does in the office is only do the uh, he does only the uh, uh, i-140s okay consult him and show him the denial before okay okay yeah unfortunately the employer doesn't share that information so uh, okay but so what 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 you can do is remember the freedom of information Request okay. if a file, you will get the entire file with you. Then you okay. consult him. But eventually, okay. though, we would, uh, if you want to proceed with this guy, your uh -huh. company need to cooperate. If not, 
all the money that you're going to be throwing in the dustbin it's not going to be any good okay okay so there is a way to because get you, the profit back you can get the way i sent you the link to get the link where okay. you can get it but it's not going to be of any helpful if your company is not going to cooperate why would you spend money on ray and wilk because he's not, he will give you yeah he can do it but even if you can do it what is he going to do he can't do anything right right okay. and one thing what is the company has withdrawn the first i on 40 before filing the second perm that's so, fine that's, that's fine. fine the perm once an i once the i on 40 is been filed even uh-huh. if the i on 40 has been withdrawn the perm is evergreen okay. you can use that perm for your lifetime okay okay got it okay thank you thank you i'll take the last question danya Hi Rahul, this is Dhania. So today I got an email from my attorney saying that my application is transferred to National Service Center. You know, uh, my uh, priority date is Jan, December 2013, EB2. Uh, due to the fact that your priority date is not current at this time, is it a so good sign or not good? It's not a good sign or bad sign. Your date is not current. It's not going to be adjudicated. So you just nothing. It's not a good or bad sign. Mm-hmm. So you just have to wait. Will the, will the application You're, be there, or will, will it be again transferred what? back? My I-485. Will it be sent it back again to the benefit center once the yeah, current date becomes current? It may. It yeah. It may be sent back again, or they may adjudicate it. Any of those things can happen. Okay. okay. So it's okay. I will get this information. Right. You're good. Thank you. I'll go Thank to the you. question. Uh, I'll go to the questions that I'm getting here, guys. Um, Santil, I have one question. When they establish final action date, do they take the last application period? They, they could adjudicate available visa sent to them. Any priority date is current. They are not going to go with somebody has in 2010, somebody has in 2000, whichever date. It doesn't matter for them. Whatever comes to their file, they will adjudicate it. They are not going to go. first come first serve there is nothing like that i was laid off from twitter on november 4th with termination date of when does the 60 days 60 days started on november 4th pavitra so please um try to get it done before 60 days from november if you if you are going beyond the start date of january 4th you should consult a lawyer okay um I traveled to USM. Can I use the same H1B out of the cap right now? Yes. If you have been on H1B before, you traveled to USM in 2013, and you have not come used up the six years cap, you can definitely have. Uh, you can definitely. Uh, you can definitely uh, use the same thing. You don't have to go to the cap again. Priority date is 2022. Well. Um, I think so. It's June right now. Is right. So, yeah. There's a. I don't know how long it's going to take. Yeah, it's February, so I I don't know how how long it's going to take to become correct. It may take a month or two, or it might take an even year also. Something. Be prepared to stay there. As discussed regarding H1B visa interview upcoming in your employer is a fraudulent. Um, if the fra- employer is a fraudulent, um, I would definitely recommend you do not go. I even checked into their end client is Pistos IT Services. 
is the end client, Mr. Subarao. I even checked that company though. Even they, the end client is also fraudulent company too. So the entire thing, what they're doing is fraudulent. And that Pistos company is in an apartment. This guy is in a house. So Pistos IT services, they file their own H-1Bs. Um, Madhu, one thing is that living in USA is different, but you must have a job option too. So if you don't have a job, job offer, um, if you're having a job gap, if you're the main applicant though, you should definitely consult a lawyer immediately. Yeah, even though you use the advanced parole, you can still downgrade. Um, you, you don't have to go to the perm process if you're still working with the same company. You can just use the same perm to file the downgrade application. You don't need a perm unless you moved out of that company. Thank you guys for coming. The next company, uh, the, the next conference call will be tomorrow at 4 30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.